Thank you for joining us on this week's episode of 22 Motivational Minutes with Marlo, where we connect and collaborate with experts in their industries, published authors, and fascinating people. And as a chief inspirational officer, I'm focused on the development of people by unearthing their values, their talents, and their self-worth, otherwise known as that self-esteem factor. Because when, you know, we know that people matter, self-worth matters, and time matters. And when all of that aligns, everything works. And today's episode, we have Julia Castavo with us. Julia, thank you for being with us. Thank you for having me, Marlo. I'm looking forward to this. Okay, did I say your name correctly? Speak it for us. Yes, you did. (laughs) Okay, I want to know who we have because this is going to be a dynamic podcast interview. And and, um, Julia and I, when we have... um, have been having interactions and, and met, it's just kind of electric. And I'm excited for people to hear the direction that Julia is going to take us today. And so let's set up. You, um, you're you in the Toronto market, and yes. you are a career transition strategist. You're also a member of the Forbes Coaches Council and a career motivational speaker. You've recently been given an award-winning um, status as an entrepreneur, and I do want you to share with us, you know, what that's going to look like, because people need to hear why that is so important, and um, you have been just, you help business professionals, you work with ethic, drive, and desire to do what needs to be done to accomplish goals with leadership training, motivational skills, training, and then high performance strategies. So, um, You've helped structure business models. You've helped with income streams, lifestyle balance, I mean, transition paths. So the list goes on and on. You've even worked in parts of Africa, which is absolutely amazing. And so, um, you know, Julia, tell us who who you are and uh, what more you would like to add to that. Okay, thank you. The context I'd like to add to this is that um, I work specifically with people who are dreamers at heart, right? And and they've always had uh, uh, things that they wanted to do for other people. But unfortunately, maybe growing up or or their experiences showed them that they were not going to be successful, that they were bound to fail because they were not really following the corporate ladder or going up. Uh, you know, some sort of lane that's been tried and true and tested. And so they give up and they go back into the workforce. And these are the people who have my heart because they're in the wrong profession, doing the wrong thing for the wrong reasons, and they end up getting um, unhealthy. They have unhealthy relationships. Society doesn't benefit as a whole. So what I do is I help these people so that they can they can get that, their mindset right, then they can get their sales and marketing that they may be profitable in their business ventures. And that's what I do. <laughs> I love it. No, and it's great clarity, and and it's interesting because there's so many levels that you speak about, Julia, and that's very important that that we hear that. All right, but I do want to take people and let them know that you do have a government background with the IRS, right? Is that like the the Canadian Canadian version? Yes. Yes, the Canadian version of the IRS. Yes, so I did the private sector. I worked for several Fortune 500 companies, and then I went to work for the Canadian federal government, the uh, Canada Revenue Agency. And my position was I was working with small businesses and businesses uh, um, and solo entrepreneurs. And again, what I saw was just the common habits that, that you know, you, can, you just start to see all the common traits about the people who are not doing well and the common traits of the people who are doing well and excelling. 
and and I'm able to take that information and use it with my clients as well as with myself. It's just really the smallest things that let us down, but those are the things that we overlook while we look at the big picture and try to get the big stuff in place. Absolutely. Okay, and I'm going to guess, Julia, and not knowing this, but was it being in that corporate background that really kind of gave you the bloodline and the desire to help people stand in greater purpose and bring out the things that they, those dreamers at heart that you mentioned? Believe it or not, it was just my own personal story. I was one of those people who grew up with believing the lie that I would not be successful if I went my own path and if I went through, you know, the corporate world and the public sector. And then within that environment, I just saw so many unhappy people. And it didn't matter what stage of their career they were at, whether, you know, it was at the bottom or the very top. Unhappy people are just unhappy people, and there were so many of them. And maybe it's because I was deeply unhappy that I was attracting them. But it's it's just that I know that they're there, and they you know they're dressed in the clothes, and they walk the walk, and they talk the talk. But deep inside, they're just looking around, thinking, "This can't be it. Like this cannot be life." Right. No question about that. Okay. So you talk about traits. So as you've witnessed, you know, through your experience. Um, there are people that you say, you know, have somewhat of a pattern that don't succeed and those that do excel. Can you talk us through some of those habits or those patterns that you've witnessed as an as a awesome business strategist and career transition coach? Well, one of the things that I, I do know is a lot of people got into trouble because they did not know their business. They knew their craft, but they did not know their business. And, you know, they would say, you know, I don't know about all that, the books and the records and, and uh, expenses and that sort of thing. They'll say, I just do what I do, right? Like, I just get to work and do what I do. And I get that. I, trust me, I get that, where you have a very specific skill set, and that's the, the main reason why you got into what it is that you do. That is still not an excuse, however to abdicate from the business, learn the business. It's going to be tough. It's going to be hard because you're beginning to learn to think um, in a way that's maybe not a way that you've grown up thinking and understanding, but you just start off, you know, every extra ounce of time that you can get. And a lot of these people would say that they didn't have the time, but that wasn't true because when we would go through what they would do, you'd find that you have, you know, you have 20 minutes here, 20 minutes there, but what it is that you choose to use that time for is what is important. If, if By using all the time available so that they can learn the business, learn uh, basic accounting, learn what the fundamentals of business are, learn what numbers to look out for, learn how to uh, the market to sale, you know, learn the basics. Um, then that way, even when you go out to look for people to take over for you, because delegation was a second thing, um, people were not delegating, they were doing everything. So, you know, learning everything and then working it and then getting to the point where you can delegate, get the people who are the experts in that specific field, you know, and let it go. Let go of the accounting, let go of the uh, uh, small tasks, let go of even following up with clients, the smallest things, let it go. Again, people would say they didn't have the money for this, but that, again, was not true. There's a lot of money saved when you give it to the people who are actually equipped to do that job than when you insist on doing it yourself because you don't have the money to pay out. You actually do. You do. You just need to sit down and then look at what is the priority. We always pay for our priorities one way or another. Somehow, wow. always Absol gets done. You're absolutely right, and I love that. So teaching people to stay in their strength zone and continue with that synergy and not get bogged down 
by the things that just um, keep them stuck. Yes. Okay. So what are the traits that you've witnessed of really wildly successful people that do excel in business and life? Do you have a certain set of habits or traits that you can pull out and say? Yes. I'll tell you the thing that helped me really develop really quickly is, uh, and I'll tell you two of the things that I picked up real fast, was the first one is work extremely hard and extremely quickly at finding out what your thing is. That one thing that you do. Out of the many things that you do, what is that one thing that you can focus on and really be known for and really be good at? Uh, you know, that the distinguishing factor. And the second thing is who can help you out? And that would be in the case now where we're thinking about who to delegate to. Uh, a lot of times our personalities are such that, you know, how you get into this to begin with is because you like to control your outcomes. And it gets really hard to turn over and say, you know, I'm going to let someone else take care of <laughs> the marketing or someone else take care of. But that's the key that I found here is really successful uh, business professionals. They did not do everything themselves. They did what they did best. They focused on this one singular thing, and it was, the, it was really small, really, really small, but they did it really well. You know, without them in that particular role, that business did not do well. However, the business was sustainable without them. They did not have to be there day-to-day -day for the business to thrive. Mm, wow. Okay, Julia, what is it about you that, that gets to the quick? I mean, like just the way you describe that, you know, it's that hard and quick, get to that one thing, and then get clear on who and how to delegate it. So release the control and start. Yes, okay. absolutely. Connect the dots there because you're hearing what I'm saying. What, what's, what is that one thing that you can do that you pull that out? The one thing that I can definitely do is cut through all that noise. You know, I listen to what people have to say and, and I see the human intention. So when it comes to human motivations and psychology, I have this way of pulling out your desire. Take away your fears, take away your uh, persona and what it is that you think you think you want to portray or be, and I get to the heart of it. And I pull it out so that we can begin working with that, you know, Without saying, without starting from your truest form, everything else is just fluff and a waste of time and energy and money. But when we just cut right quick to the chase and we say, this is it, this is it. Now wrap your mind around this. This is exactly what you want to do. Wrap your mind around this and get over judging yourself first so that we can work on getting you strong to the point where you can now take this and make it profitable for you. Absolutely. And here, that's why you're so successful, Julia, because... The fact you said it's, you know, you listen and you've got that intuitive human intention where you're listening at, at such a deep level that you can understand maybe the fear that others maybe can't quite communicate for themselves. Would you agree? I agree, Marlo, and, 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 and I hear the same with you. You know, like uh, the, the times we've spoken, you've been able to, to tell me, to give me back exactly what I was saying to you, and I'd like to know where that comes from. For me, I would say it's years of feeling misunderstood and also uh, wanting someone to sort of see that real in me, to call me out, uh, you know, on that facade and that whole covering, that whole layering. Mm, right. Right. So that's a desire for you. Yes, um, being in the people business, Julia, I think, you know, that's people are our product. And I, that is the root 
cause for me the experience that I've had and, and really understanding a lot of the principles that you talk about. I think you and I could easily be sisters in life. I really do because yes. I yes. love how you speak. Um, you know, <laughs> the synergy that you bring to business and life and, and how you are using it to serve people in such a powerful way. Now, let's take that. We alluded to the fact that Julie is an award-winning entrepreneur. Tell us, what, what is that? What did you receive? What is that award, and, and what does that mean? Awesome. So last year, I was nominated for an award as one of the top 100 black women to watch in Canada, so for 2016. And this was taking into consideration the work that I do, its impact on my community its impact on society in helping uh, to build a better workforce because that's really what I'm after is people who are passionate about their careers and happy about the work that they do. And so when I got that nomination and I got the award, I just, I was elated. Like, you know, you get different performance type awards, but to be recognized for something that you're doing for the community without even really seeking that while you're doing it, it's, it's, it's so awesome to see that, you know, you are being watched awesomeness. Absolutely. Right. And your gifts are being rewarded. I mean, that's what I hear. It's, it's a gift. And it's yes. very prestigious. And it has huge, huge impact. And that's the thing. As we, you know, this episode is, is business owners. It's entrepreneurs. It's millennials. People are listening to you right now, Julia. And they're saying, you know, how do I achieve some of the things that Julia has? Is there, is there a catalyst yeah. moment there that you can share with those listeners? You, you've you got to hit your end. And I say this because a lot of people will, will listen to stuff and hear and read and, and they'll hmm and ha until they reach some point of desperation where you've got to reach your end and realize that, you know, without waiting for uh, something to lose, you've got to imagine that this today is the only day that you have for sure, that in, you know, this moment right now. And the only thing you're doing by not, being true and going after your passion and working that career and, and, and letting yourself be seen, really letting yourself be seen, the injustice is to everyone who could profit from what it is that you have to bring because you have something to, you have something to give. It doesn't matter what, what you feel like. You might feel like you don't, but that's not true. You have something of great value to give. And the only way you can find this out is to start looking around you and taking the feedback that you hear from people over the years, not the ones who say that you're not going to amount to anything, but the ones who said, you know, you're really good at this or you do this so effortlessly. I would pay for this. I would pay someone for this. Start listening to that and then be the one who says, why not me? You know, why not me? Let me see what I can do with this. And then start learning your craft and learning the business at the same time. Sacrifice those hours that you'd use to watch TV or... <laughs> or do anything else that's pleasurable. You can sacrifice that for now so that you get your greater. And your greater is beginning as of the moment that you decide I'm going for this. Oh, my gosh. Okay, you are a motivational speaker, my friend. This is fantastic. You're getting me all motivated here. Okay, so, <laughs> uh, this, so what I hear here um, within what you just stated was a little bit about valuing your worth. Right, so when people yes. can execute and get motivated, is there a way that you can tag worth and value of individual to that, so they can see that, you know, so it's easier for them to step in and say, "Look, this I, I am going to operate from this zone. I am going to be transparent with this gift." Is there a way that you can help people value that within themselves? 
you got to think about it as a, a, a voting or gambling. So, you know, we wait to see results before we vote uh, for ourselves. So, you know, all we, we do really is we do a lot of replaying of all our bad experiences and our bad moments. That's what we seem to hold in our mind. We, we forget about the things that we overcame, the things that we can do, the great things that we have done. But all we remember is just how much we failed or not lived up to our own expectations. Number one, if we remember that our expectations are clearly all in our head, it's just an accumulation of all the voices that we've heard since we were young, then we can start to take ourselves not so seriously. The second thing is we can't wait to see our results before we start voting for ourselves. Like we can't wait to say, I'm going to see how successful I am at managing money before I get into business. That's never going to happen. Your expectations and your reality are, are really not going to match up. The, the, the key here is to just take a chance. And that's why it's called chance and faith and all these really strange words where, you know, you're like, okay, but give me something practical. This is it. You've got to vote for yourself in advance of knowing what your results are going to be. And how you will prove your vote, how you will gain your own self-trust is by your actions. So you vote for yourself by saying, you know, I'm going for this. I'm going to try this out. And then you start with your actions. And you start with your actions on a very small basis. So instead of right off the bat saying, I'm going to make $120,000 in my first year, it's you start off with your basics. You say, okay, what do I know? What do I need to know? You know, what do I know? What do I know about what I want to do? And then, okay, what, what's the next step? What do I need to add on to this? Slowly, slowly, what do I need to add on to this for free uh, without putting in any money until you get to the point where now uh, uh, paying for what you need becomes just a part of that journey. Wow. I love that. That is so approachable. I love it how you, and I love how you put it in terms of like voting or gambling. And we're talking <laughs> about, you know, how I intro into this, you know, self-worth is that self-esteem. It's like, you know, you know, how do you walk into the room? How, how do people interact with you? And I love that you, um, you know, that you say that chance is a very important thing. Faith is a very important thing. Those are not things to push aside. Those are things to stand tall in. Yes. And there's huge value there. And when people can vote for themselves in advance, I love that statement. <laughs> oh, my God, I love that. Okay, where did that come from? Is that just a Julia thing? I'm curious. It's so awesome. It, it, that's a Julia thing. It's how I had to convince myself to step in because I, like many people, wanted to see the results first, right? So all these years I'll sit back and I'll say, okay, but I need to see my success in this and that and the other. And again, I would be looking at the things that I failed in. I wouldn't necessarily be looking at the things that I succeeded in or the things that I was highly successful at. Those I kind of dismissed as, yeah, well, I expected nothing less. But when it came to the things that I hadn't quite succeeded at, I needed to see extra results in that before I gave myself a chance. And then I thought, this is ridiculous. You know, you go work for people, they pay you to do a good job and you can come through for them. But when it comes for you to yourself, you suddenly have doubts. Mm, wow. Isn't that the fact? It's all interesting stuff. It's um, it's it's a it is drive me. <laughs> Absolutely, no, it is. It's very very rewarding. Okay, so Julia, tell where's a website? Where where can we go and get information about some of the things and um, what you're doing and um, and a little bit more direction. Okay, I, I, I belong to the age of social media, so I do have a website. It's juliacatsivo.com. My first and my last name. 
Mm-hmm. However, all my uh, my ramblings, my speaking and connection, all of that is on social media. And I am very wide on social media. So I'm active on Facebook. I have a closed Facebook group. I'm active on Twitter, Instagram, on LinkedIn, uh, there are a couple of other sites, but I, I just make sure that I'm active on social media because that's where the you know that's where the population is. That's where people mm. are, and and I, yeah. Okay, so who? Okay, and there is a question for me. Who's your direct audience? I mean, when you speak that, because you, like you say, social media is a really big. Is there a specific direct audience that that you'd like to work with the most? Yes. So other than the whole, you know, driven and whatnot, <laughs> uh, the people that I love, <laughs> the people that I love to work with the most are between. They're actually of about 41 years of age, and they they're married, they have children, they have young families. Uh, what they do is they're starting off in business, zero to three years, or they had some business or some sort of business in the past, and they also have their full time jobs, and they're at the point where they want to know how to successfully transition, and you know, just leave that career behind and start a new one working for themselves. And what they need is help with uh, sales and marketing and also with a mindset when it comes to procrastination and self-doubt. So what it is that they're looking for is they're thinking, how do I make this business profitable? How do I, how do I start? What, what do I do? Where do I begin? There's just so much. How do I even brand myself? <laughs> those sorts of questions. And those are my people. Those are the ones that I love to help the most. Oh, my goodness. Okay, this is so, so good. People are loving this episode. I can, just, I can see them smiling already. So here as we come into the close to learn more about Julia Katskavo, she has just mentioned she has an awesome website and various different resources. You can also visit our website at marlohiggins.com where you can um, connect with Julia or the different resources and please add her to your circle of influence. So we thank you, Julia, for joining us today and being part of this podcast episode. And we invite you to share this with others and thank you in advance for that partnership. Julia, it has been an absolute delight. Thank you again. Thank you, Marlo. It's been such a pleasure to speak with you. I'm so glad I have a sister <laughs> in a different part of it. And, and, and the work that you do, it's so important. It's so amazing, and I'm so glad to be a part of it. I'm really happy to be a part of your very influential work. Oh, bless you. Bless you, bless you. And, um, yes, you are changing lives. And this is Marlo Higgins, your host and Chief Inspirational Officer. Have an awesome rest of your day. Thank you. Thank you.